Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Frank Oboff. You're listening to the Football Rumble. Fill your fruit basket, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete's here. I'm not a fascist. And Luke is the third rambler. All right. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm above that. <laughs> um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to have you here as well. Now, let's begin with some Paolo Di Canio chat. He's refusing to talk about anything but football, just like the football ramble. Um, but how would you trick him into talking about his political beliefs, Jim? Uh, well, what I would do is I would tell him that he's got a salary cap of £53 a week. And if he, <laughs> he thinks that's a reasonable thing to live on, then yeah. we can see that he's truly some sort of hell-beast lizard. It's <laughs> the most political we've ever been on appropriately. Goodness me. This is the most political we've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, if you're listening from overseas, that'll make no sense. I was about to say, trust him, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> it was a zinger. To our uh, overseas listeners, <laughs> Peter. Uh, we have obviously, obviously listeners I'm not having that <laughs> a Jersey maybe I don't know Jersey. Um, I'd probably like in the press conference I'd sort of get really sort of deep and as tactical as I possibly can sort of go is, is width going to be the key Paolo <laughs> are you going to go with a false nine do you like black people just sort of like you know <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of lull him into false sense of security and then just like mm. slip it in <clears throat> And then see how he goes, really. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. It's a nice technique, I think. Luke, what are you going for? I'm thinking fake shake. <laughs> <laughs> but fake fascist. Right. 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 So, you invite him to a little trap. dinner thing. It's a honey trap. So, it's, it's got to be someone who is, is not a fascist, but is believable. Yeah, as a fascist. As a fascist. Yeah. So, who would you choose for that? Um, Jim Dixon. Probably you, actually, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like uh, backfired on <laughs> And then get on, I'm right in the room, guys. <laughs> come on. Get him to reveal his views and then. Um, and then, yeah, then out him in uh, some sort of Sun newspaper, presumably. Yeah, <laughs> Is that what they do? I don't really read tabloids, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, I'm above uh, all the tabloids, uh, me. Uh, not above it, you don't really understand long words. <laughs> all right, Professor. <laughs> um, uh, mine's more similar to Pete's. I, w- I would just sit him down on a one-on-one interview, and I would just talk about um, I- Italian greats from the years, whether it be football or anything. I was like, oh, do you, do you and I would start, and I would, I would go back through the years, I was like, oh, what do you think of, say, Roberto Baggio? You know, what do you think? Oh, I love Roberto Baggio. Yeah. What do you think of Pavarotti? Oh, I love Pavarotti. What do you think of Paolo Rossi? I love Paolo Rossi. And you just get you get the momentum going. What do you think of Mussolini? I love him. Oh, no! He has got a tattoo. So. Yeah, he already, yeah. Yeah. Loves we already him. We already know this. Yes. Yeah, but that would, that would just reinforce the fashion. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> that I've, he's alleged to be. I've used a fake shake contextually. If I'm not getting the points for that, I don't know why I'm here. Yeah, you, all right. Do the Lukey hey, shit. Don't let him strong arm you. You decide yeah, what you think very, is right. That's very yeah. true. That's very mm. true. Uh, what did you say again, Jim? I'd make him live on, or tell him he had a wage cap of £53 a week. Yeah, I think that'll win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Jim. It's, it's relevant. The thing about no this, one wins. The thing it's about it's this rumble uh, is. No, they really don't, do The thing about this ramble is um, that um, Lukey didn't want to talk about this on air for some reason. I don't know why. But we are watching the PSG Barca match. 
But the thing is, I can't see it because I'm on the wrong side of the room. Marcus can see it. And what Jim a goal! So I'm going to be bloody focused, and mm. Marcus Speller is going to be an absolute shambles. So, uh, so when people are complaining, just remember what the situation yeah. was. Shambles on the rams. I'm watching David Beckham playing in the Champions League at Barcelona. <laughs> what did you say? You're imagining you? Sven's oh, in the what, stands. What, what, what was your Sven answer against you? Pathetic. <laughs> Get your head on. Get your head yeah. on, mate. Three right, points, right yeah. you wouldn't stand for this. Let, oh, uh, let's go to the to the Premier League. Is that on flight mode? <laughs> <laughs> you will be in a minute if you don't get on. Yeah. Right, uh, Premier League. Uh, it was the big West London derby. It was Fulham versus QPR. It was three-two. What a game! Fulham were three-nil up. Damn it all! It was a game. It was one of those games that was really entertaining because the stakes were quite high for one of the teams, yes. and also because the incompetence was astonishing. Yeah. And QPR <laughs> once again seemed to forget that they've got to defend in every game. You yeah. can't stop doing it at any point, <laughs> however much you don't like it. QPR defended so badly at one point, Breda Hangler did a back heel in the penalty area. <laughs> <laughs> in the attacking penalty area. Staggering. Um, Berbatov had a lovely day, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did, well, he, you know, he didn't really have to run around much because the defenders just gave him the space. That take um, that we dinked over the, the defender's head was glorious. It's Andy Carroll it? <laughs> It's one of the best touches in the Premier League history, Jim. Mm. Um, but we don't have time to go through all of well there's only about three probably um, <laughs> now that Burkamp's quit um, uh, but yeah fell on the 3-0 up um, and then QPR pegged them back but a 3-1 Schwartz has saved a penalty yes he did that's just staggering isn't it you yeah, might, you, might, yeah. <laughs> you might even be able to suggest that that moment that penalty was missed was the moment QPR were re- effectively relegated do you think so well because I think if it, as Redknapp said after the um, after the post-match um, the post-match interview which I enjoyed greatly I bet you did uh, I've got no beef with the QPR but I just I, I found it <laughs> nice seeing him with a face like a slapped ass yeah. he said that, you <coughs> know, it was his face though it was, <laughs> it was individual errors and missed penalties and stuff and they missed a the penalty at Norwich as well didn't they so yeah. mm. it's very costly it's going to be very costly for them I mean the Samba was obviously the big sort of like you know stabilising signing at the back supposedly but he had an absolute mess <laughs> <laughs> just ridiculous it was an awful error and then it? he got into some quite undignified spats with fans on Twitter as well didn't it? it's just crumbling around them <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> at one point on Twitter he said tell me what a hundred grand a week footballer looks like then and then someone just replied not you <laughs> ben it's witless but it works yeah, Ben I.E. exactly <laughs> Ben I.E. <laughs> pops up hi babes <laughs> <laughs> lol jocks do you need help with anything didn't, hashtag didn't, wages didn't the uh, commentator show uh, Samba at one point oh that was brilliant at one point um, <laughs> it's a set piece Paul comes over Samba meets it with a big header and Martin Tyler just goes Samba and I was hoping it was going to go <laughs> 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 that would have been brilliant yeah. oh, such a cue for a song that was yeah but a good win for, for Fulham they're, mm. um, they're safe now well, it's one of those things where when the second goal goes in for QPR mm. despite the missed penalty you think wow you fancy them, but they've got the momentum, you know, they've got, they've got a decent chance. But, yeah, we but they don't have, do they? They don't have <laughs> any momentum, they can't <laughs> no. get it going. No momentum. You should surely safe now. Not that they were in serious threat, but, you know, the, the table doesn't lie. And they were only six, seven points at one point um, uh, above the relegation. But Fulham are surely not going to get relegated, and well, QPR surely are. Well, QPR play Wigan uh, this weekend, so. Yeah, and Wigan. Wigan have woken up, haven't they? They've done Wigan their against Wigan. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, where else have we got? Oh, Aston Villa. Mm. Aston, oh, Aston Villa they Villa. lost 2-1 at home to, to Liverpool lovely goal from Benteke um, Coutinho oh, what a beautiful slip that was mm. a, a slip and a mm, 
Dink sort, of a, sort of a power dink a power dink. Yeah, a power oh, dink a power dink we had a nice little um, discussion on the forum didn't we yeah. about who preferred slips and dinks and all that I prefer a slip and a brush I know you like that a was a slip and a power dink for sure I like a slip and a blast yeah oh it, yeah I think Henderson really enjoyed it that he did it was a lovely finish and he should have enjoyed it yeah and then uh, and then Jero scored the winner and made a wonderful goal line clearance it was like mm. a go-go gadget net it was one of the great goal line clearances of our times Jim. Suarez against Ghana you're speaking in a very grandiose <laughs> manner tonight <laughs> so you're alright I'm just watching David Beckham all oh, right, Danny, Danny Simpson every week so you know <laughs> is that right like. didn't do enough of him this weekend did yeah, he on, on, <laughs> on, the, on the post at a corner um, Westwood should have been sent off I thought in the dying minutes mm. but better news for Aston Villa they did uh, their under 19s did win the next gen series against Chelsea in the final play them Luke you've yeah. seen a bit of the next gen was it Spurs yeah seen a couple of games this year this season I've seen Spurs against Barca at White Hart Lane yeah. well, I talked about it on the show actually it was yeah, good it did, yeah. and I saw Spurs versus Wolfsburg yeah, yeah. Um, at Spurs decent though really good yeah I think so you've got to be you got to be 18 or under and I think you have two players who are, can be 19 and um, yeah it's good it's good, good standard well, that's encouraging um, at Villa wasn't it yeah, great for them. I mean, there's some good teams in there. Yeah. Definitely, I mean, Barcelona are in there. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great result. It's, and the thing is, though, we, as we all know, Aston Villa aren't short of sort of youngsters with potential, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe they should just switch sides. Yeah. yeah what, they'd, what they'd prefer to do would be win some sort of veterans competition and they could bring some of their players <laughs> in. Yeah. You know, yeah. have a bit of confidence. But well, I, th- I think it was. Or a, sign Danny Murphy. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. It, it was a bit of a turnaround <laughs> for them because they started off the game quite brightly enough. They did, yeah. And they beat Liverpool quite easily at Anfield this mm. season in one of their sort of few great results and I thought they might close the game out but obviously Liverpool battled back well and they deserved the win in the end yeah good old Liverpool um, at Sunderland Manchester United won 1-0 a Bramble own goal only just an own goal yeah still you know. funny though isn't it yeah, yeah. I I don't, to be fair I don't think that was going in no I don't think it was it wasn't the thing is it's almost like only just being pregnant you're still pregnant yeah. it's still an own goal isn't well, okay. it but it was, it was classic Bramble did a couple of really nice positional yeah. players you know intercepted some really really nice balls yeah. and then just finds himself on his but, ass but at that <laughs> point Martin O'Neill who was still in the job at that point is surely just thinking well, it's only a matter of time for Bramwell does something. I'd rather just get it out of the way. He's going to yeah. do it at some point. <laughs> yeah. you know, so it wasn't a, I think that was my point. It wasn't a howler. When I saw it was a Bramwell own goal and watched the highlights, I thought, here we go. Mm. Yeah. But um, I, I was pleased for him. But you were disappointed. No, you were like, I thought it would be better yeah. than that. O'Neill was going to be thinking, I can't believe it's this that has got me the boot. Yeah. This, the Bramble <laughs> own goal. This is guaranteed. Yeah. We all knew. And he shuffled <laughs> into the graveyard of, of Titus Bramble sacking. It's such a bizarre. Do we feel sorry for Martin O'Neill? I don't know because it looked like he just wasn't really trying that hard. That sort of the passion that you know you come to expect from Martin O'Neill, of him sort of running up and down the touchline, yeah. just didn't seem to be there. You know, it's he's a sixty-one-year-old man wearing a rugby shirt done up to the top. It's, that's, that's, <laughs> that's your first warning. Right, 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 right. Um, so, uh, tracky buttons tucked inside. Yeah, well. Robbie Savage said he's a completely different manager. Yeah, he'd be running up and down the touchline usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't he? Robbie Savage did an amazing thing about a really Rookie confusing Lundbrock. package about whether <laughs> yeah. Ricky Lovett should play for Lingham. He yeah. did. We'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. Chelsea it's schizophrenic. Um, but yeah. we've got to talk about Paolo Di Canio. Mm. Yeah. David Miliband's resigned from the board in mm. protest at Di Canio's appointment. To be fair, Mil- taking the higher ground, yeah, isn't he, Jim? David Miliband's just taken another job in America, isn't he? And he's Clearly. leaving politics, so yes. he's just using it as an escape route. Absolutely. In where? America. America. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you got kind of, of it, no. I think you kind of got a kind of feeling this season, sort of say that's really not the case. You could have easily um, continued doing what. Yeah, he only did ten, ten days work last year, didn't and he? Uh, yeah. and, and if you look at um, yeah, but you only get two weeks older in America. So. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You look at his father and his grandfather. I leave, you know, uh, I think it's Belgium. 
uh, to escape the Nazis yeah, and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I think you know, I think that's fair to yeah, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Well, no, it's, oh, Nazis are funny. Don't you start? Yeah. No, I was laughing. What are you what's waving on at? The telly. You yeah. waving at David Beckham? Are you like that, naughty boy? <laughs> um, everybody, just calm down. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, something Nancy... that Kanye will not be saying as manager of something. <laughs> <laughs> Any stage, <laughs> things things part of the canyon. Everybody just to come up. Yeah, <laughs> things part of the canyon is least likely to say as manager Sunday. Everyone, down. calm down, please. <laughs> yes, I'll definitely sign that autograph right. after the film. One at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do what you want. I will win this league yeah. and calm this league. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you could definitely beat me in a fight. No question about it. <laughs> Your opinion is valid. Yeah, um, yeah an anti-racist group has, has asked Decano to explain his beliefs. Uh, Decano said I don't have a problem with anyone talk about racism that is absolutely stupid, stupid some of my best friends are black <laughs> stupid and said. ridiculous Jim he then went on to say when I was in England you still are Paolo my best friends <laughs> were Trevor Sinclair and Chris Powell why is that past tense but that was <laughs> <laughs> You can still be friends with someone because after you Trevor moved Sinclair up. stopped doing bicycle kicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Chris Powell's no longer getting England call up. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> could also have black friends and be a fascist at the same time. These things aren't necessarily well, managers. Paolo Canio manager. Is Paolo Di Canio the man? to get Sunderland out of this relegation scrap that they've forced their way into, Jim? Well, it's a difficult one to, to judge, obviously, because there are a lot of bad teams down there. You would think Reading and QPR mm. would be gone, and I think Villa will push Sunderland as well. Um, uh, in a <laughs> push way. them all the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, failure. <laughs> indeed. But I think, you know, if, if Sunderland had got relegated, if this was, you know, uh, in May, this was happening and they'd gone down, De Canio would be quite a good addition. So I think maybe they just sort of, you know, get him in now, see what happens if they stay up as a bonus. Without sort of going over the top and everyone saying it's ridiculous, I, don't, I, I can sort of see the rationale as far as if they are going to replace a manager at this stage of the season, in theory, replacing them with like quite a sort of hot headed, firebrand, motivational yeah. character. Yeah. It's probably more likely to give them a bump than, um, than someone who's more sort of studious. But they play Chelsea at Stamford Bridge next week, mm. uh, the weekend, and if they lose that, <coughs> they are in real trouble. Because, yeah, he'll quit. Because they'll, they'll, they'll effectively need Cooper and Wigan to draw yeah. for them to not be right amongst it. Mm. And I can't. So I, I think I think well, that will go to a win one way or the other. So they are in real trouble. But but that said, it, uh, someone said on the, on the internet uh, today, I forget who it was, that it's the equivalent of like a Hail Mary pass. Of yeah. like, you know, the way things were going, the momentum was terrible yeah. and we were going to get relegated. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Ellis Short obviously thought they were definitely going to get relegated, so he had to do something because of the TV deal coming in next season. It's such a big summer. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I can understand why he's done it. Decanio was available, there's no And he's, and he's I mean, his record at Swindon was decent. Oh, really yeah, good. Yeah, it was. But I think, I think that also, as has been commented on, a lot of the stuff he got away with at Swindon, he can't get away with something. <laughs> he can't tell Minilay he's the worst player he's ever seen and drag him off at half time. He's a good keeper. <laughs> but the, you know. but the, but let's, hope, let's hope he does. But yeah. fair, <laughs> I love it if he did. <laughs> to be fair to Decanio, he made that point himself, didn't he? He was saying against, about the guy I didn't see that. Who does he think he is? Peter Cech, you know, oh, so okay, he, yeah. you know, he's acknowledging the differences in the levels there. But I think you look at Sunderland, like, Seven games to go, or whatever it is, you know. There's, there's some decent players in that squad, you know. Mm -hmm. it's, they do need to kick up the arse. Is that not a great position for Harry Redknapp? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. Uh, so, do you, do you think this kind of like um, the the fashion slight sideshow? Do you think is a um, uh, an unnecessary distraction for him oh, to kind of get on the job? But 
necessary for humanity to sort of say, look, if you want to if you want to be in the Premier League, if you want yeah. to be managing the Premier League, you have to go under under the biggest spotlight. You got to go under. Is uh, there not an argument that that should have been the case anyway, though? Is yeah, exactly. But it's just but it's just one of those things that you know the, the Premier League is a very very different situation to mm. uh, League Two and, and indeed League One. Indeed, well, um, other relegation candidates, I nearly said hopefuls there. <laughs> really um, hopefuls, uh, yeah. Arsenal for Reading one, it's Reading, of course. Um, and talking of fascism, uh, Jovino scored the opener. The, the, the celebration. I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah that was right. really odd. And I thought, not in the current climate. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that uh, was. The current climate had happened. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's true. That's true. Um, as matter of the day found out, but. Um, yeah, obviously he's not doing that, but it is a celebration where you think, oh, if he was a white guy with a shaved head. <laughs> a strange one. Yeah, but you know. But then he, but he did score, that was the important thing. Jovino is back scoring. Does that mean Arsenal are going to get a fourth place? Set up two goals as well, didn't he? He did, he had a great Arsenal's offense. running is the easiest of all the teams looking for fourth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's better than, much easier than Spurs is running. Arsenal have the wobbliest wheels as well, is the problem. Uh, yeah. But they have to win that game in hand to really put the pressure on Spurs. In a way, the, the, the later it goes without Spurs dropping points, the better, because they won't then have chance to, a, a chance to sort of claw Arsenal back so if it gets to like three games to go and then Spurs lose a game then brilliant the Spurs are a good win as well at the weekend yeah. against oh, Swansea Bale it's just oh god <laughs> how is he this good how has he got this good <laughs> ever so quickly um, it's a tough game for, for Nigel Adkins to kick off yeah. his, uh, his yeah, stint though, you know? I mean, if he got anything out of that game blimey that would have been such a surprise blimey O'Reilly what a win for Southampton though mm. great opening goal for the Saints with Joe Rodriguez finishing off a mm. fine really, that was really a lovely really goal slick, yeah. really nice goal but yeah. I mean Lambert's free kick was a beauty as well it was a beauty now let's move on to Robbie Savage uh, well no, staying with Southampton yeah, on Matter Day 2 he had a strange rant about Lambert playing for England um, and his or, first or not playing but yeah. yeah exactly he didn't actually know. He's like, I don't know how the package got past the producers uh, the I, ju- I just like his introduction it was like he'd surprised himself at how good he was at Final Cut Pro he was just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been in the lab all afternoon but he goes right th- these are the reasons why he should be playing for England and the first clip was just a long ball where he just held off the defender and nodded down and goes there you know, pace uh, placement. You know, nods it down. Aware of others. Every clip was <laughs> aware of others. <laughs> yeah. you know, sentient. Aware, think, of, his, aware uh, of his place in yeah. the world. And, then, and after all the good clips, he just went uh, and this. Not that good. No, and that was it. Yeah. No, the, my favourite one was the. Uh, is that you know, if RVP did that? Um, if RVP did that, everyone would be like, you know, effectively jizzing themselves. It's like, well, yeah, but he does that every week, though, doesn't yeah. he? That's the difference. And, and also, um, <laughs> Lambert missed the chance. Yeah, he hit the bar. <laughs> <He laughs> down him, and then he hit the bar. Hit the bar. <laughs> and, and then he and then he goes. He ran through. This was meant. To to be his um, argument for Lambert playing for England and he put a clip of him missing what, a one-on-one if he one was and Robin goes, Van Persie he should play for England <laughs> no, yeah this, you know and going through on goal Lambert did against Liverpool and he missed and Robbie Savage includes that and goes well I mean with that one you've got to put the chances away at international level so this is your argument for him <laughs> yeah, and, he's, and he's 31 yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Gary, Gary Neville was watching it just having a nice glass of wine yeah <laughs> just a competition yeah <laughs> your job's safe Gary very very safe do the laugh Pete what do the laugh how's he laugh Robbie Sanders laugh I can't remember I can't remember he does it yeah. Oh, that'll do that's good enough yeah, that'll do. Well, yeah. next time commit to it yeah Yeah. we'll judge you well, later I, fuck, I, I tell you what it's been such a long time since I've heard him laugh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's the problem and that's yeah. the problem with the yeah. man yeah. yeah that's true um, and the, in the big west derby uh, West Ham <laughs> beat West Brom 3-1 uh, Andy Carroll with a crashing header and a lovely volley. Mm. <laughs> lovely that was the, two, the two sides of Andy Carroll there. Gordon Bennett was. Two it? sides to every story. And that was a beauty. Um, awful, awful defending, but out the sky. The technique, the technique, though. Wow. A weaker foot. 
Exactly. Yeah. If Ricky Lambert had done that, we'd all be raving about him <laughs> the day. Yeah, there's a man who should be playing for England with heading yeah. and volleying like <laughs> that. Mm. I mean, his, his first goal was a beaut as well. The was, header. Yeah, absolutely. And Gary O'Neill scored a nice one. Sam had a great day. Yeah. yeah. Malumbu didn't have a great day. <laughs> well, that, was <laughs> that was amazing. That was, that was lovely, was it? That yeah. was down the park with your mate stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got a, a few niggles from um, Gary O'Neill and in frustration just picked up the ball and booted it at him. At least he hit him. Yeah, yeah, and that was a right. glancing blow, but you know that could have gone so badly. Is if you're going to get sent off, the then. thing I liked about it is Malumba just gets so bewildered the whole time. <laughs> Even <laughs> he's walking in the tunnel, he's sort of looking around. Yeah, What's Neil looked really upset by it? Yeah, okay. it was like a real affront to him. He'd have a ball kicked at his arse. <laughs> you, you think it'd be useful to blame a big South West Ham <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, and then uh, the last mensch for the Premier League, um, Morales with a lovely goal for mm. Everton. That's I say lovely. It was George Ware esque. Yeah. Well, he sort of, was uh, as far as he sort of lost it a bit at the halfway yeah, that's line, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the first bit he got a little bit lucky and then, and then drove the momentum he had um, to, when he was sort of bearing down the last defender the last defender what was going on yeah. there's nothing he could do about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everton eh? still Stoke are having a good run at the moment aren't they <laughs> <laughs> <Blimey>. <laughs> well, Stoke look like they don't even know what football is at the moment no well they're trying to figure it out um, well that's the Premier League let's go to the Championship Leeds 1 Derby 2 <laughs> Neil Warnock has stepped down as manager of Leeds United Mm. They have a chance of Warnock time to go at Ellen Road. Um, <laughs> Which I think's harsh. I think it's a bit harsh. But he did say in his 33 year management career that um, the last 12 months has been the hardest of that 33 years. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I got there in the end. His last two clubs have been a bit harsh to him. <laughs> They're mm. really yeah, with different yeah, things. He's like this guy you sort of parachute in to get you to the Premier League and just ditch him off. Yeah. 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 Incredible. But He'll you know, know, he's supposed to teach him how to love again. But he, <laughs> but he is one of those sort of managers that are just, you know, they are just bluster. There's no tactical now at all, you know. A, a QPR, he had players shouting at him going, we need five at the back they're playing wing backs this is ridiculous you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. and if you've you got can't that- have your players giving the manager tactical advice <laughs> to then give back well, to the Barton players. famously like kicked off a few times about what didn't they say so he ain't got a clue when it comes to tactics or yeah, something. and if Barton's kicking yeah, off yeah I mean he's not the sort of guy to kick, to kick off no, so no, no, no. that's the law of averages that sometimes that's going to be right I was going to say Jim when Barton talks everyone listens yeah. <laughs> he is box office for a bit it's a strange time at Leeds isn't it with the, the ownership changing again yeah. so quickly um, you wonder what's going to happen there yeah. They've been in a bit of a bit of championship limbo for a while now. Is it big Neil Redfern taking over? He is, yeah. yeah. Nice to see. Barnsley ledge. Yeah. Nineties ledge. They're talking about <laughs> at the time about Martin O'Neill being chucked straight into it. Oh <laughs> yeah, because he looks oh, like a man on. who's up for a challenge. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. If I was if I if I knew Martin O'Neill, I would say Dubai. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd say. He'll never him. get sacked as long as he runs up another touchline every game. Yeah, that's his one dream. That's yeah. He's a better manager than that. Even the England frame for a while. Mind yeah. you, haven't we we've all been? It's been a long time. Big, when, you got, when you got Lambert, you know, defending your sack or not defending your sacking, mm. rather, like, well, crazy. About man. six weeks ago, Big John Hartson touted O'Neill for the Man United job. Did he? And he, com- and he completely blindsided the other person on the show. Do know what to say? I do like something people said six years ago. Maybe six weeks ago he said it. Yeah. John Hart's in it yeah he does come out with some silly things but I do quite like him as a pundit I don't know why it's his little accent apparently John Hart's little accent oh, no, oh, no, listen such to a that ma- Welsh listeners yeah. no, no, no no I don't mean the, the Welsh accent I didn't mention that with Robbie Savage I like his he's, he's got a nice calming voice he's got a lilt whereas yeah. you know he's such a big 
beastly man mm. who could Apparently he's kick got the your most, house over. A um, friend of the round with Bob DeMello so he's got the best calf muscles he's ever seen oh, in a human being. Didn't he see him in a harvester? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he got massive. Like, well, with his calves out. They're like chucking up. It's like his party truck in the pub. Apparently he gets them out there like joints of ham. They're so big. Wow. Has he got a pair of trousers that just kind of whip off then? Must be zips. Must be. Ali, that's proper tracksuit bottoms. He's got those stripper trousers. Oh, Yeah, Velcros. He keeps wearing shorts. Just normal trousers, Stanley knife. Lovely old job. Lovely yeah. little job. Um, should we go to League One, Luke? Yeah, Moore? now we've analysed yeah. the shit out of that situation. <laughs> yeah. uh, Portsmouth. Uh. Portsmouth picked up four points over Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Tramir, eat it. <laughs> Ridiculous situation. One away at Preston at three at home to play off Hopeful's Tranmere. <laughs> They're three points from safety, um, uh, but Oldham have three games in hand. But it's that ten point deduction, and I forget that every time yeah. I look at the table. Yeah. I'm like, I think that, apparently that's talk that might be coming this month. Is that right? Yeah. How bad a Hartlepool and Bury though? Why don't they Come just on. why don't Portsmouth just stay in administration? Until because the end of the season because And then they can nip out I think because They're doing their administration At a certain date They're not going to be allowed To enter the league next year Is that date in June? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> The thing is Southampton are doing quite well So you can just support them Yeah I could do mate Yeah yeah That's yeah That's the way it yeah. goes That is the way yeah. it goes Doncaster though They're still top Neil Sullivan in goal Yeah Despite losing the He's a prospect he, he, he just came back from um, AFC Wimbledon didn't he? he got recalled from Lord. I think I saw him play for AFC Wimbledon against yeah, Wickham yeah, Wanderers yeah, this yeah. season, yeah. Wowzers. Nice to see him still around. Um, uh, Yeovil Town beat Notts County 2 1 away. Matt Donald's got a free kick for, for Town, where two of his own players stood on the goal line by the keeper before he took the free kick. So they're in an offside position, so you've got. So they're, they're kind of behind the wall, if you mm. like, but on the goal line. That was, a stri- that was a strange one that didn't seem to change anything, anything about <laughs> the free kick. I mean, the keeper got a hand to it, he possibly could have had a stronger hand. Yeah. But it just didn't make any sense to me. For me, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't look. Uh, it's hard to explain but it didn't look that effective even though it was a goal <laughs> do you know what I mean you know, even, I, I saw an even stranger one and it could have been from a Scandinavian lower league or something like that where did they start celebrating before the goal yeah, 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 yeah. what they did was they, the guy took a free kick but two of his players kneeled down in front of the wall Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Utterly oh, pointless. Oh yes, I saw that quite recently. Utterly pointless. And but, yet, what, but what happened? Did well, he so ran out to take the free kick. Oh, because he blocked the keeper's uh, view supposedly, didn't he? Well, no, but they're kneeling down in front of the wall. Yeah, so they couldn't. So the keeper was blindsided. Like, he couldn't see between their legs. Okay, that's why. They anyway, were. the player ran up and smashed it off his own man's face. Oh, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> and, then and then no one helped the player out. He <laughs> absolutely <laughs> smashed it. I remember now. Love I, I genuinely, I genuinely think that if you're having a free kick from, say. 28, 30 yards plus. Yes. I don't think the keeper should have a wall. Mm. Do you know? No, because I don't. I, I think it hampers him more than it helps him. Okay. I think he was, he's, from that far out, he's got enough time to move across the goal. I do miss Janino Perumbucano. Yeah. Yeah. Goal kicks, he would have a go at. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. I don't think keepers should have a wall for it. No, I think keepers. It was, but it was such a like it was a, a, like an old-fashioned Wild West standoff between the keeper yeah. and Janino. He would be, I mean, forty-five yards out sometimes, yeah. and, he, and everyone knew what he was going to do. So the keeper would just be like, just get the ball out of the way, yeah, and, uh, and the big man would step up. Every way. This is between me and him <laughs> stay out of this stay out of this it's beef it's yeah. personal oh my yeah. goodness one yeah. of the greatest free kick takers ever Jim and that's, <laughs> and that's, easy. that's a fact I'm going to yeah. say I'm going to say he is the greatest free kick taker ever do you ever. think so shove that in so your so unique pipe. 
Yeah, glorious, but uh, and we do miss him. And, and before we leave uh, England, let's go to the FA <laughs> Cup. Having spoken about Janino Panamakaki. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, FA Cup time. Uh, Chelsea won Manchester United nil. Uh, bar with a beauty, mm. superb goal, lovely volley, really uh, nice goal. stretch. Oh, and check with save of the season. It, that's the save he made in the first half was great. Well. Yeah. He was sort of rolling over on his legs. It was really like a, like a sideways roll save. <laughs> he had to improvise <laughs> in mid air. It was great. Do, do you not think Hernandez should have buried that header? Well, the thing is, he, he's, he's I know the ball came out quite quick. The kick was going one way, and yeah. he put it in the place where the kick was not going. And I mean, he's not expecting to get a hand. Yeah, but he only did that. If you look at it in slow motion, he only does that because it comes off his shoulder, right? And, and that affects the flight yeah. of the ball, and that's why Czech has to do that. Mm. I know the ball came across quite quickly, but Hernandez should should really be putting that away. Well, he? obviously, he should score. Yeah, it was such an inexplicably good save. That was great. And Hernandez was hilarious. Laughing, he was going. Yeah, Hernandez was almost pleased that it happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I had a part in this. Hernandez <laughs> was getting booed by Chelsea fans, wasn't they? Really? Yeah, for, uh, for, presumably for, for always scoring against them. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. reasonable. Chelsea fans are still singing "Champions of Europe." We know what we are. Yeah. Mm. Technically, they still are. I know. Do you think that's funny that it's they're a milking bit lame, it? though? Isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. But the semi-final lineup is uh, Chelsea oh. versus Man City. Before we move on to that, just okay. on, on the Chelsea game, I heard uh, Stan Collymore. He was doing the Talksport radio commentary on that game. Wow. Co-commentary with Sam Matterface. Mm-hmm. Uh, his face matters, obviously. Uh, and uh, oh, Stan Collymore, yeah, well, Matter had a chance, blazed it or put it wide or whatever. And Stan Collymore piped up with the thing about Matter is he's a good player, but I think that if he uh, improved his finishing, he could be a ten to fifteen goals a season man. He's got more than that already. <laughs> Sam Matterface went. He's got eighteen this season. <laughs> <laughs> and Collymore, right? But at that point, if you're like a normal human being, you just leave it. Then you laugh. Mm, oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, sorry. He went. No, no. I actually meant that uh, consistently. He's not that consistent. Can we get the facts? Can we get the facts? <laughs> Because they haven't seen my brain for a while. I'm thinking, there's a game going on here. Can we <laughs> yeah, just also, deal with it? And also, that's just going to show you're wrong again. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're right, just leave it. Terrible. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, I meant 10 to 15 in the FA Cup. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like yeah. That. So the only other thing you could do there was judge him this season on last season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Jim. Stop dogging. Stop, stop digging. Hey. Oh, lovely bit of work from Jim Campbell there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chelsea are playing Manchester City in the semi-final uh, at Wembley. Millwall will play Wigan at Wembley, uh, and the final will be at Wembley. Um, <laughs> who do we fancy? Who do we fancy for I the fancy final? I fancy some knees to be trembly <laughs> at Wembley. I fancy Dave Whelan. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be leading the team Back out, he? football Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, that, that's the FA Cup for you uh, Ladies and gentlemen It's interesting because um, Rafa Benitez has been talking about How Chelsea are actually having a great season And you know With, with the Europa League and the FA Cup They could actually win two trophies here <laughs> That would be <laughs> mental They really could I mean, yeah, the league I think they can be forgiven for not winning the league What's mm. gone and on And they're going to finish about, They finished sixth last season They're going to finish probably third this season Yeah, yeah. I don't, Take the interim away. Give him the job. Exactly. Give him the job. <laughs> exactly. Nobody will notice. Um, let's go um, to the most important division uh, in the land. It is, of course, the Scottish League Division Three. Rangers have clinched the title. They are, are currently in top. style. They're currently top with seventy-one points ahead of second place Queens Park, who have amassed forty-nine. Points. I expect. Rangers to win every game home and away <laughs> do you remember that guy who said that before the yeah. season <laughs> yeah well yeah. they didn't but they've, they've certainly <laughs> clinched the league um, all in good time um, and uh, they're going up to the Scottish second division so Arbro, Forfar, Air, Stenhouse Muir 
uh, if you don't go up, the teddy bears are, are coming to town next season. Yeah. Uh, but in the Scottish uh, second league, uh, division, sorry, it's a similar story. Is the team at the top um, and one of the uh, few teams mentioned in the Bible, Queen of the South, uh, the top with eighty-two points, with second place Alloa on fifty-five. Queen of the South roasting it. I think I can name seven other teams listed in the Bible. Yeah, the Corinthians and Caesarea Philippi. Jesus definitely mentioned AFC Wimbledon. So that's true. Arsenal. They're in it. Mm. They are. Okay. Reading are in it. But it's reading, but it's reading. Corinthians, obviously. Hearts are in it. Oh, I didn't have Corinthians. Did you not? No. Are you getting the facts from the internet? Yeah. Like Stan Collymore. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Wolves, Bury, Grasshoppers. Oh, excellent. And and Spurs. Good Uh, man. Good man. Did you have Spurs back then? Apparently so, mate. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. That was before they were called Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, dear. Can't we play for them? What What about Hearts? The news has come out that Vladimir Romanov um, has lost all his assets due to the collapse of his bank in Lithuania. They have a plan to sell 51% of the club to the fans. But he doesn't regret anything. That's the admirer of hearts, Marcus. How do you feel about that? Um, it's a shame. It truly is a shame. <laughs> it's the um, end of a shambles, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he said he had no regrets. And he said, sport plays a very important role in Scotland. Only maybe Brazil or Argentina can compete. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's going on about there but he says I hope the fans remember that if you believe you can go for it that everything is possible you can win the Scottish Cup and become a champion well they were never champions they did win the Scottish Cup Championics has he been linked with a bid for Rangers I don't know (laughs) but it's all happening um, I, I, it's a funny one isn't it for Hearts because if you look at it the club is in an awful situation I think they're £25 million um, pounds in debt the players are well overdue some monies um they did win the Scottish Cup it's not too dissimilar to Portsmouth in a sense yeah. you've got the FA Cup although Hearts haven't been relegated Hearts come back to us when you've got £125 million for that, <laughs> and you're in the third division they've got a little way to go oh dear oh dear so a little word for the magnificence ah oh, hey come on <laughs> that's all I've got to say really I'm gutted Okay, let's get away Don't from bounce back. Let's get away from um, uh, leagues that are, have, have been clinched already and, and clubs that are in debt to La Liga, where <laughs> Celta Vigo drew two all with Barcelona. And Barcelona weren't the only club to draw that weekend. Real Madrid drew with Real Zaragoza. Yeah, and, uh, Atletico Madrid <laughs> drew one Slam dunk. That's definitely their name. Valencia. <laughs> they all drew. Everyone drew. Everybody Everyone drew. drew. Messi, Ronaldo, and Falcao were amongst the goals. Messi's um, record. Messi. Yeah. That's a record that's never going to be beaten. That's, like, that's crazy. But this is getting. St- Stupid now because you think he's got all the records, and we say this every bloody time. But uh, yeah, he scored in 19 consecutive games, which is a record, and he's become the first player in Spanish football history to have scored against every other team in the league consecutively. It's yeah, because like, Cristiano Ronaldo did it last season, didn't he? He was the first one to <laughs> score against every team. Messi's now done it consecutively. Yeah. He's kind of like resetting the clocks, isn't he? So it's kind of like yeah. AD BC kind yeah. of situation, isn't it? <laughs> I can imagine him ringing Ronaldo up when he did that. How you doing? All right, yeah. Good, good weekend, yeah, yeah. Consecutively, <laughs> 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 just hang the phone up. Ronaldo's doing like one four seven one. Withheld number. I think, I think, yeah, Messi would be like, what? You know, no one scored six goals against. You know, I don't know, Compostela or something in the oh. cup. Right next time, they're marked. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. ridiculous, absolutely sensational stuff. Um, in Serie A, the derby of Italy happened. Inter were beaten two one at home against Juventus. Cambiasso sent off for a horrendous foul. Absolutely jaw-droppingly awful, Jim. <laughs> First um, time he's been sent off in Europe. Is that right? Yeah, apparently really? so. Yeah, yeah. Play like him, yeah I midfield. said like him in that position. Tenacious midfield player. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's the first time he's been set off in Europe. Yeah. Well, flipping heck, he 
Just saving it all up. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a memorable one. Yeah. Bloody hell, but good win for you. They're obviously still top. And Napoli... Um, Quagliarella scored a lovely one, that one. Oh, yeah. He's good There's some great goals in Serie A this weekend. Yeah. Was it Quagliarella who scored that amazing goal for Italy in the World Cup when they were already out? Oh, against the Slovakia? Yeah, yeah, that was a little... Uh, in my mind, it's like a chip. Mm. It's a beautiful... Yeah, that's right. It was, it yeah. was the second... Uh, they lost 3-2 right in the dying minutes. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was Quagliarella. I think it was. Okay, well, we'll give you that. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously Napoli won and Milan won as well so um, Napoli a great win 5-3 yeah, five, 4 three. goals in the last 10 minutes yeah. um, and uh, uh, I wanted to say Lovetzi but it's not Lovetzi it's Cavani of course yeah. um, got, got two of them so Napoli still keeping the pace but that was a shame for Napoli that Juve won a course because I thought well, they're not going to win the league now Napoli are they it's no, just not yeah, going to happen yeah. they, had chances, they had chances when they you know, played uh, Juve, yeah, played Juve yeah. recently, exactly, recently. Yeah. Um, one team that has won the league is uh, Bayern Munich ok they probably will wrap it up next weekend but you know <laughs> when they win 9-2 and they've, they're 20 points clear of second place Dortmund I watched that, that game that was phenomenal <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt sorry for Hamburg it was hard to watch it's Hamburg yeah, yeah. Well, Bayern well, Munich rested quite a few players that team that scored nine goals Jim Arsenal beat them yeah <laughs> Arsenal beat a better team than them because Bayern Munich rested what, players <laughs> <laughs> but Bayern Munich rested players yeah, yeah. it's not the same though is it as we 9-2 know. 9-2 20 20 points, but did you see how annoyed they looked at the two yeah, I love yeah, them. absolutely <laughs> furious. I love the two. Oh, yeah, I love that two. They were 7-0 up with 35 minutes left. Yeah. And at one point, Hamburg had a free kick just inside by a minute half. Yeah. And they were so bereft of confidence. It ended up being them hurriedly passing it back across their own goal, trying to clear their lines. <laughs> and I remember thinking, how has this happened? And Van der Vaart looked like he had no idea what was going on. He, <laughs> he was like, what, what is happening here? <laughs> After the fifth goal, you'd take Van der Vaart off, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to get us out of this one. Oh, did you also see the, the St. Pauli game oh the keeper scored goalkeeper scored it's been a while last, since it? we've heard of St Pauli and the well, yeah. sausage train well what a lovely weekend for them because their their rivals have been dicked 9-2 and uh, and their goalkeeper scored a header yeah they're the real Pete winners Dalton. it's a good header as well very good he header. didn't know what to do when he scored it did he couldn't <laughs> believe it he got, <laughs> I, 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 got I, I, bundled on as well well that's something I was disappointed because when something amazing like that you know happens it happened with glass and stuff where you want them to run to the corner they never get the opportunity because the, the, the other players just jump on them it's also because they're a player that's not used to scoring a goal so they don't know what to do <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah you can always tell if you, if you watch a game in the park or something you watch like a proper organised game of like part football yeah and you can tell the yeah, players yeah, that can yeah. normally score and don't just by the way they react well I, I, I told you before like, I, I scored a, a, one of my very few decent goals I've ever scored I never score in Sunday League and I found myself I looked down my arm and found myself doing like a kind of whirly bird motion with, <laughs> with my lot half a windmill yeah half uh, a windmill yeah. I was like where did that come from yeah. <laughs> and, and I was watching Gary on score right <laughs> but it's Brazil. fine because nor do I <coughs> Brazil like Mick Jagger coming out at a stadium you know what you're doing yeah exactly <laughs> just put me out there and watch me go <laughs> oh dear now it's time for Pete's game it is in tie it is in tie it isn't it is in tie Dean Dean is it tie by the medicine help mother <laughs> um, is that you I haven't got a name for the game uh, do you want to oh come god on? come on let's, let's blue spitball on can I just say by the way in case anyone thinks I am distracted that David Beckham and Piers have been turned off yes they have been turned off I turned it off at half time we don't know what the score is no. Neil Redfern's River Cottage Neil Redfern's River it. Cottage <laughs> I don't think I had a theme tune that's going to be a bastard this time. thank you Luke no you're welcome right. mate do it properly next time yeah? <laughs> right on yourself yeah. right Right, uh, I was born in Ostrava in 1968. Ostrava. And frankly, I'd know it from this clue. Really? Yes. <clears throat> Stop googling. I'm not googling. Get your <laughs> you literally you were. You don't let me go tippy tap. Stop. What are you playing at? Oi, Brian Penis. <laughs> <laughs> I know that penis anyway. Um, I was a soldier in the army. Stop. Tamiri Ketsbaya. No. <laughs> Ostrava. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even know where that is. I am now a head coach at Sparta Prague. <laughs> Stop. Stop. It loops there. Paborski. No. Ah, yeah. oh, that's what I was thinking. Thomas Repka. No. <laughs> uh, stop. Patrick Berger. No, not Patrick <laughs> Berger. <laughs> I was a woodcutter's son. Oh. Was. Oh. Was. Um, well, I don't know. <sighs> stop. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Belgian. He's the muscles from Brussels. <laughs> it wasn't a serious answer. Yeah. I've played for Brescia, Portsmouth, West Ham and Biramar. Stop. Florin Radachoyu. No. He didn't play for Portsmouth. No, he never. <laughs> I just, I <laughs> missed that, can you imagine? Play for Portsmouth, what? For ten years, I was the only goalkeeper to achieve the coveted ten out of ten rating Stop. in the Sun newspaper. Mark Poom. No. Portsmouth. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mark Poom must play for Portsmouth. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. Doesn't play for any of the other. Oh, goalkeeper. Stop. Ludek McCloskey. Yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> that was it. He's not <laughs> playing for Portsmouth. He's playing for West Ham, though. Mm. This game will do that to you. I'm adding an extra clue in there. I once saw him by himself <laughs> in a <laughs> deserted stadium <laughs> with his daughter. How's this helping us? <laughs> um, oh. uh, hang on. Uh, I should know this. This is pathetic. How come you've got an answer now? <laughs> Read the clubs out again. Brescia, Portsmouth, West Ham, Beer Amar. Brescia, Portsmouth. Is it Kalach? No. I oh, play for Plymouth. Me that as well. <laughs> Stop. David James. No. <laughs> He's gone to Iceland. Yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. I know it's not him. I ended my career at Newcastle. Oh, stop. Pavel Cernicek. Pavel Cernicek. Oh! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I should have got that. <laughs> Lovely. That Thank you, Peter. Oh, I love the old job. Oh, after extra time, I won that. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, what's up next? Oh, yeah, correspondence. Far away, locals. All right, yeah, we had um, a question this week. Paolo De Canio is a candidate for hardest manager... Manager <laughs> in the, pre- in the pre- candidate yeah, in the <laughs> Premier League. I'm not saying he's the hardest, but he's got to be a candidate. Yeah, he's right. a wild card. Well, well they're all candidates. But what would be the outcome of a fight between him and Tony Pulis? Oh my goodness! So have a think about that, chaps. Mm. Um, Al Capitan straight in there. Pulis would take the canyon out of his comfort zone and into the shower. <laughs> Pulis by knockout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maguire follows up with to clarify this. Pulis is his cock out. <laughs> um, Matthew Crossens this is one of my favourites Matthew Crossens says Pulis did he make Rory Delap throw the canyon's decapitated head into the sun <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> a lot of shouts of David Moyes apparently mm. whatever happens David Moyes wins presumably because yeah. he's, uh, he's tougher yeah. he's uh, never done anything crazy like grabbed anyone no but it's the intent it doesn't need to sort yeah. of like if he was put up in front of a court for some sort of horrendous charge <laughs> everyone would just be like look at him <laughs> um, point to the man no <laughs> Josh Boyle yeah I don't want to <laughs> Josh Boyle from Facebook says it would look a lot like a Herbal Essence advert only with a lot more balls on show <laughs> what, why is it what is That's the reputation that uh, perhaps that we have because headbutted James Beatty when naked you know this oh, of course forgive yeah. me yeah, no, know your ramble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, myself. Why was Pulis naked? Have we been through this? Yeah, he was in the shower. That yeah. night. Why yeah. was Pulis showering? Because he was dirty. He ran up and down the touchline. Yeah, um, just for a snowman. Derek Young said it will boil down to their Street Fighter Two style special moves: the poor old cock push versus the James BT naked headbutt. Headbutt. <laughs> There's only one winner. Yeah, yeah. There's only one okay, winner. Okay, so we um, yeah. uh, Just to, to end it, um, Christopher Bradman Platt, good name, says it's hard to say, but Michael Owen will come out of it injured. <laughs> 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 
Ben Steele finishes off by saying <laughs> there wouldn't be a fight they just really get on Dicanio seems like the sort of bloke who'd understand anyone no matter what their background is you know, I, 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 I half agree with him because I don't think there would be a fight I think that um, Pulis would be like come on Paolo come on he'd be, he'd be up for it and Dicanio would, would, would give it all the mouth and then realise I'm not going to win this yeah. and then walk away throwing his hands in and go no I'm not interested in that he would just be Paolo and as soon as someone got in front of him he would like, then give it the big end like, yeah. sort of. but um, I, don't, I was a bit disappointed with the lack of um, Kevin Keegan getting punched answers <laughs> surely <laughs> Keegan would get caught the crossfire wouldn't he <laughs> we can add our own yeah. in the profile you that in I think purely should win because he knows capoeira what? <laughs> Capoeira. Oh, oh, wow. The Brazilian dancing martial art piece. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. I think that would end with Pulis humbled. You reckon? Yeah, Decanio just raging off into the sunset for his next challenge. Decanio is what a good 10, 15 years younger than Pulis. Yeah, and well, faster, yeah. fitter. Yeah. God, mm. when you said Angrier. Brazilian martial art, I just remembered that. I had a dream last night that us four all went to the World Cup and uh, we got mugged immediately as we stepped off the plane. Racist. Why is that racist? <laughs> yeah, it oh, really isn't. It's like all the martial arts. That's a fear of uh, travelling. Brazilians. <laughs> yeah, he didn't specify where, which World Cup and where. It could have been 66 World Cup in England. He said Brazil. Do the, oh, pro- yeah. do the profile. Best to best. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, we've made it. It's you realise so- I've got to cut these up and put them on the website? Uh, so there's no context there of you just going, listen to the Say it properly. I'll cut you up in a minute. Right, for the, in case anybody's listening on the website, yeah. yes. ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Thank you. And it's a pleasure you to can't. have you. T- <laughs> <laughs> have a bit of that, future. Oh. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Um, and uh, we've Cunning. got a. <laughs> I'm putting them all in. Well, it's your edit. I know. <laughs> right. They're all staying in. Uh, <laughs> t- t- don't know what your problem is. It's a flipping. World Cup legend it's Mario Kempish hey, what a handsome man looks like he could have been in the strokes yeah. back in his day well I'll quote Maybe you Luke the um, saying hair. he looks like a cross with Nick Valencia and Luke Wilson actually. yeah he does look yeah, like yeah. Luke Wilson yeah, yeah. Fair. that yeah. is a quote from you so. oh good yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll put you in there uh, born on, on July the 15th uh, 1954 uh, 13 years before the summer of love yeah 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 that's right yeah that's right behind El Diego he's probably the most loved footballer in Argentina is that, is that true? Yeah, I'm going to say Messi. Messi. <laughs> no, uh, because uh, Messi hasn't quite. Veron. <laughs> Veron was actually um, disliked uh, after the 2002 World Cup because people thought he went easy against England because he was playing in England at the time. Mauricio Tarico. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Marcus. Nelson Vivas. <laughs> Jonas. Um, uh, nicknamed El Matador. Um, the killer. Okay. Yeah. Um, his father was an amateur player. Uh, and made sure his son played the game too starting young Mario off at the age of nine uh, seven years later he was instrumental in his local side Instituto winning the uh, regional championship in Argentina with young Kempes finishing as top scorer in the league uh, he made his debut in the Argentine league at 19 and scored 11 in 13 games for them earning a move to Rosario Central who were a bigger outfit Partridge <laughs> 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 um very highly rated uh, at a young age and was called up um, to the 1974 World Cup squad um, Argentina didn't fail uh, they did fail sorry they didn't <laughs> fare too well at this one they didn't make an impact uh, and went out in the early round they were beaten 4-0 by the Netherlands in the process too um, they would get another crack at them in a few years but more on that in just <laughs> a moment um, the back at Rosario Central he was stuffing the goals in he scored over 100 in two years at the club 
which attracted attention from Europe, Jim. It will do. Ooh, that's where we are. From yeah. Valencia. From Valencia. Um, he was a number 10, but with a bit more of a drive and an eye for goal, really. God, yeah. So, he, I mean, because uh, I often think of him as a, as a striker, as a number 9. Yeah, no, but he wasn't you, even no, deeper. The, the dribbling on the man. Yes. Unbelievable. The hair on the man. <laughs> he, he, he played like a winger in the middle. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like a, a, a central winger or whatever mm. you'd call it. I think there was a that's what a, he said, but in a different way. Yeah, well, no, but there wasn't. There, <laughs> there, but there was an argument for that position a couple of years ago. Let's talk about his thighs. Oh, mm. well, go on then. They're big. Are they heartless? Powerful. Um, well, the heart's oh, is more about the calf. Mm. From knee oh, up, you, you're looking at Kempes <laughs> all day. Yeah, and if you're listening, John, you feel free to f send us a photo of your thighs as well. They may be massive. I don't know. <laughs> they probably are. But I've seen Kempes, and they're brilliant. Yeah. Uh, a, a wonderful mane of hair, little tash as well. Mm. Yeah, on occasion, the, tash, the, the, the tash hair was a great. Um, it just wobbled as he ran, didn't yeah. it? It's such a you know, distinctive ha look. I'll, I'll, like stick lunch, I'll, I'll stick this out there. Along with Italy, yeah. Argentina best haired footballers. Yes, yes, no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah. It's very prolific. Mm. You, if you saw, even you look at Verón and go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is true. Pirate. The, oh, you must be the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> <laughs> the ri the witch. The witch, that's his nickname. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, right, where was I? Ah, <laughs> yes. Uh, he went to Valencia. Um, didn't start too well, missed a penalty in his first game, but he would go on to become, and I quote this from his mini little profile on the official website for Valencia, the greatest idol in the history of the club. Wow. <laughs> Not too shabby, Jim. Mm. Not too shabby. Ever Benegas played there. Yeah, <laughs> and got his cock out on a webcam. Yeah, what? and yeah. ran himself over. Yeah. Okay. Um, not at the same time <laughs> Kempesh <laughs> must be shitting himself <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in his first two seasons at Valencia Kempesh won back to back Pachichi awards mm. finishing uh, the league's top scorer absolutely magnificent mm. uh, 95 league goals in 142 matches in his first four years at Valencia now it was during this time in the late 70s he would experience his greatest triumph as a footballer and ensure his name was written in the history books forever now by this time um, he was a regular in the uh, Argentina side which was uh, managed under Menotti El Flaco whose uh, yeah. profile we, we, we did uh, a number of months ago I think it was um, now uh, Menotti had been preparing um, the Argentine side uh, for sort of three or four months before the tournament had even began which was held on Argentinian soil uh, and Kempis was the only player or certainly one of um, maybe two players that wasn't a part of that as he was playing in Spain so he missed out on the thorough pre-tournament preparations but he said he was made to feel uh, at home when he, when he joined up. But it was incredible that Argentina side, as we talked about in Menotti's profile, Argentina, like nowadays, and, and, and certainly since I'm sure we can all remember, they are an extremely well-supported team. Yeah. And, the, and the passion behind them in, in Argentina is enormous, as, as high as it is, is for anywhere else in, in the world. Whereas at that time, the, the side didn't have that support. And they were they hadn't captured the hearts and minds of the public. And Menotti went about to try and change that. Um, and which which they certainly did in in 1978, and um, Kempesh was an enormous part of it. He was his main man really in, in that team. Um, so uh, bashed out a couple of strokes covers at half time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Inspired a couple of strokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, so in the 78 World Cup, obviously held in Argentina, um, away they went. He didn't score in the first um, group phase of the finals. Argentina finished second in their group behind. It's gearing up the Italians, doing his hair. Well, he was he was well. He, it was his facial hair which was the problem apparently he was sporting a little beardy and a tash going into the tournament and after the first group phase Menotti encouraged Kempis to shave it suggesting that it might change his fortunes in front of goal <laughs> it did 
<laughs> it no, didn't. No, it didn't. Well, it that's, did. That's not why. Yeah, well, his fortunes in front of the goal changed mysteriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, David Kemp has get rid of those sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the second group phase of the tournament, they came up against Poland and. Uh, oh, didn't he? Didn't he try? Didn't he stop a penalty? Big Kemp. He stopped a goal with a hand or something. Didn't he, he did. Yeah. And they didn't get sent off, and they missed the penalty. Yeah, that's uh, right. I think it was one yes. 0 to Argentina at the time. They, they won two, and he got both the goals. Um, was he not retrospectively banned? Yeah, not in those days. <laughs> Certainly not in, uh, in in Argentina with the with the militant government. That yeah, wasn't happening. No. <laughs> um, FIFA was strong, but they weren't that strong back then. <laughs> um, and he said after the goals against Poland, whenever the coach saw me, he'd say, "You're due a shave today, aren't you, Mario?" And that was the famous story of the goals and the moustache. Mm. So there you are, the Tash getting a big mention there. Um, the side then drew nil nil with Brazil in their second match, and then beat Peru six nil with with Kempes scoring a brace. Didn't they need to win that by that? We spoke game? about this in the Minotti yeah. profile. So if you want to know a little bit more about that, then do uh, do check that one out. Um, Argentina then would play the much much fancied Dutch in the final. Obviously, Holland uh, in seventy four got to the final as well. They had a fantastic side. Kempes opened the score in, in, in that memorable match uh, and then the Netherlands equalised but Kempes uh, he needed to score again an extra time and he did Argentina won 3-1 inarguably the most important match in the country's history mm. because that World Cup win as I say well by then obviously they had an enormous support but that was their first World Cup win and that well you could argue that Argentina were perhaps on the footballing map it was semi-final in 66 but that really um, made them the, the big uh, well, superpowers perhaps over the top. Well, they won two World Cups in eight years, didn't they? So yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, but that really not many teams have done cemented that. their place in in, mm. in World Cup history and mm. have made them one of the most feared teams in the world. Since. Well, given that they're sort of their big rivals, Brazil had already notched up World Cup wins and Uruguay exactly. won it exactly. and stuff. So it's probably it's obviously yeah. important. Very them. important indeed. And he finished the tournament's top goal scorer with six goals. Um, and uh, it, you know, in, as we said in the in the Minotti profile, the importance of that World Cup campaign um, due to the de- for the development of the national team in Argentina was was utmost importance um, and he couldn't have done that without Kempes you know he was the main man scored six goals uh, and was there, was there driving force they had a lot of great players that year um, but he was crowned South American Player of the Year in 1978 um, but back at Valencia he would go on to win the Copa del Rey and, and the Cup Winners Cup in a very successful period in Spain indeed he moved back to Argentina for a season at River Plate and he won the, the national title there He's winning trophies all over the place, mm-hmm. Um he was only there for a season then back to Valencia in, in, in 1982 for, for a couple of years now 82 World Cup he featured for, for Argentina in Spain rather different affair this time um, Argentina of course didn't win they, they went out quite disappointingly being beaten by um, Brazil and Italy but it was quite significant because uh, and it's all about shirt numbers the famous story from the Argentina camp during this time was that uh, the um, the shirt numbers were given out alphabetically with, with Kempes um, yeah, he previously had the number 10 on his back and that was the shirt he was given again but this time El Diego is in the squad mm. and uh, he was overlooked in the 78 World Cup much to the disappointment of um, the young man the young Diego took it um, well uh, yeah <laughs> Well, many of the public as well thought he should have gone actually so he was in 80 they won it <laughs> yeah, well, yeah but before the tournament just <laughs> yeah. for the um, can you imagine going back for the big parade yeah alright just cut the question no <laughs> <laughs> no questions well, before, look at this trophy before the tournament they thought yeah that fine Maradona should have yeah yeah there you go um, but El Diego he wanted the 10 jersey Mm. Um, even from a young age he knew what he wanted mm. Kempesh has been like our top scorer we won it last yeah. time <laughs> Kempesh gave him the 10 shirt just um, easier because he's a better man than well, me well and it was described as quite a symbolic gesture mm. it's quite a big moment in Argentinian uh, football history as I said they didn't fare too well at that finals um, but then Maradona and Argentina would be back four years after that of course mm. 
Um, and Cambridge time with the national team came to an end after 43 matches and 20 goals. Um, well, and, and to be fair to Argentina, they got to the final in '90 as well. So yeah, some, that's some right. run for over the sort of 12 years. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, one of the most important players in the history of, of the Argentine national team. After the World Cup, he went on to score more goals for Valencia than Hercules, and then he it's quite oddly signed for Austrian side first Vienna. He's running his career down by now. He played for St. Paulton and uh, Kremser in Austria as well. I not too much about that. Uh, my, also, my, my overriding sort of thing about Kempesh is mm. that you think of him as being, I don't know about you guys, but I always think of him as being a 70s footballer yeah. Yeah. before my time, before I was born. That's right. And he retired in 96. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, so he really was playing weird. in Euro 96 that's, at that the is, time of Euro 96. That is very strange. So it's almost like he crosses generations. The one in yeah. the 1978 World Cup. Yeah, and still playing yeah, in 1996. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he did hang up his boots in 1992. And then three years later, he was playing um, for a Chilean side, Fernandez Vial, in, in the lower leagues there. So he came out of re- retirement, although it wasn't a particularly high standard. And then in 1996, he became player manager for Indonesian side, Pelita. And he said during his time in Asia, I love being able to play myself if I fancy and take because myself Because the rest of rubbish. Yeah, and take myself off as soon as I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. He's got, he's got 10 and 15 for them. And yeah. then he officially hung up his boots. He took a job in Albania shortly after this, which, um, you know, he thought the job would be rather lucrative, as you could imagine. But he soon found out... Yeah, that the, Albania. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's where all the money is. <laughs> yeah. Well, he soon found out that the, the, the finances of the club were involved in a pyramid scheme that sent the country into bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, no. That's and not it, funny. No, it that's isn't funny. funny. He I remember no. being whisked away from it all and said I was suddenly flown out of the place in a helicopter. <laughs> it's like flipping heck. Wow. Lucky you, like man. The last days of running. He also managed in Bolivia. He managed the strongest. The strongest. It was definitely my favourite Bolivian team. They're in the Libertadores this year. Yeah. And he also managed a Bolivian team called Blooming. <laughs> he did as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, The Sun would love that if that was yeah. in this country. <laughs> Look at the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, he, he finished coaching in 2001. He had a few coaching roles around um, South America. He's now a media man. Um, and in 2010, the Estadio Cordoba which was built um, I think for the World Cup in, in 78 changed its name to the Estadio Mario Alberto uh, Kempes in, in, in his honour um, yeah, I'd say that was in 2010 and since then Shakira and Madonna have both performed there is he not a commentator now old uh, yeah, Kempes um, yeah. for, for Spanish uh, speaking channel in, yeah. um, in the United States um, but we shall finish with a quote from El Diego himself and he said Mario is a thanks f- for giving me the shirt he said, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said, Mar- I want the shirt I want the shirt I want the shirt <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> now that I've got the shirt I can say this Mario is a phenomenon both as a player and a person we're all indebted to him for what he did in 78 and that's great um, but we're very ungrateful to him as well he was the goal scorer on the soul of that side after all and deserves some kind of tribute from Argentina I love him and then he comes uh, to the team and does all the fun ladies and gentlemen Mario Kempis a true World Cup great mm. a true indie hero yeah well that's it El Matterface El Matterface (laughs) that is it for this week gang I hope you've enjoyed it the uh, email address if you want to get in touch is show at thefootballramble.com twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete goodbye and say goodbye Luke go fuck yourself (laughs) I shall Quick Debeck. Quick Debeck. Oh, Jesus. <coughs> ah, yeah. Oh. One all. One each. One apiece. Get in. Holy football. Fucking football. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.